Hello and welcome to While the Ink Dries. <clears throat> we talk about everything writing, reading, publishing, but with a Christian lens. My name is Dara and thank you so much for joining me. As you can hear, I'm still getting over a bit of a. Actually, it wasn't a bit, it was a major bug I had. <clears throat> Excuse me. I had the flu as well as an upper rep- respiratory infection, so I was out for the count the past uh, week and some change. So thank you for bearing with me. Thank you for joining me on this episode. You guys, I have, I just want to come out the gate sharing with you. I have some amazing news. My first book, Inhale, um, a collection of short stories and poems is going to be releasing uh, sometime in July. And I am so grateful, so, so, so grateful to finally be able to share it with you guys. And um, what we're going to get into this episode is kind of a little bit about my process. I want to chop, <coughs> excuse me, chop this up a little bit. Um, but I want to get into kind of my creative process with this. So like literally starting from the beginning. Um, and then each episode kind of chipping at it a little bit about um, putting it together, the actual publishing. Um, and then maybe I'll read a couple once the book releases. So... But before we get into that, let's first get into what I have been reading. And you guys, I finally started The 49th Mystic by Ted Decker. And I will tell you, the book will not um, affect you the same way if you have not read Black, White, Black, Red, White, and Green. I strongly urge you to read the Circle series before you read this book because it will, tr- I promise you, it will tickle you and punch you in the face at the same time. Because that's what I feel like has been happening with this book for, to me so far. And I think I'm more, I'm in the middle of like chapter 13 or 14. And I'm, I, I thought the Circle series had me going. This book, I'm on the bus talking to the book as if it can talk back to me like I'm sitting there going are you serious oh well okay and I'm having these like outward expressions of emotion with something that I'm reading with my mind like this book is insane I wasn't ready and I can't even tell you what the because he released two books in this what he's calling the beyond the circle series and um it's the 49th mystic and then it's rise of the mystics and me and my i can't i feel like it's an understatement calling her my friend because we grew up together our dads are best friends our dads are each other's godfather she's my god sister so she's family um she finished it like in she finished it in like one sitting so um, and she's waiting. She's reading another book, waiting for me to finish it, so that we can read Rise of the Mystics together. But um, we used to read books a lot growing up, and so um, once I told her about this book, she was like, "Oh my gosh, yeah, let's get back into it." But I want to bring her on here so that we can just talk about this book because I feel like you guys, <laughs> you guys, this book is otherworldly. Like, no pun intended. This book is otherworldly. Like, Ted Decker is a national treasure, and he should be treated as such, okay? It makes no sense. None whatsoever. None whatsoever. Um, 
yeah so with with this episode i want to we are in the we're we're closing out june so the first half of the year is about to come to a close and so i do this thing on the avenue 89 podcast which is the flagship podcast for this podcast network um that while the ink dries is on and i do this thing called midterms where i kind of take a look at what has released throughout this year and I gather a list of what I believe I'm, well, not I believe, but what are my favorites. And so I wanted to do that with some podcasts and with some books that I've read. So let's, let's, let's do that. Let's get into it. So, um, podcasts, I am an avid podcast listener. So there are two podcasts in particular that I want to shout out. The first one is by Writer's Digest. Um, Writer's Digest has a podcast and it's very informative. They ha- they do interviews as well as what are called solo casts where um, they just give writers um, advice on how to navigate the publishing space and the creative space of writing, <laughs> excuse me, which I appreciate. So go on iTunes, check that out. Or... Um, I don't know if they're on Spotify because I listen to them on iTunes. Um, But yeah, see if they're on Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever your ear takes in podcasts, because there is a cornucopia of podcast platforms that are out right now. Um, So yeah, feel free to go check that out. And then another podcast that I'm loving um, is called No Thanks, We're Booked. You get it? I thought that was so cool and so super cute. Um, It's by two two young ladies one of them named is i know the one because i follow her on youtube her name's molly she is an editor who's also a christian which i love and she runs a book tube that's what the author like they have book tubes author tubes like that's kind of the the lingo <clears throat> and um she she's also an editor and i forget the other girl's name i think her name is kate or katie um but they're both pregnant at the same time which i think is hilarious But either way, they, on their podcast, they do um, kind of the same thing, like what they're reading. Um, They do some interviews and they just they just gab about different books that they've read. And I love listening to it. First of all, their voices are so peaceful and soothing. Um, So definitely, definitely go check that out. And so that's for podcasts. For books, definitely chosen people. I loved love love loved chosen people and i'll probably read it again at some point like it it's it's really good i did a review on it that was actually the the previous episode on this station so um feel free to check that out but chosen people was a beautiful book i loved the tone that the author wrote in i loved the characters I just loved the book. It was such a lunchtime escape type of book. Like, I loved it. Um, yeah, like, I, I couldn't wait till lunchtime so that I can go and kind of immerse myself in this other world that the that the book created. So, Chosen People by Robert Whitlow. Um, yes, please get that, whether print or digital. I'm a print girl. Oh, I, I can't lie. I'm, I read Kindle. Because I'm a commuter, um, but I love print books. Like I'm actually in the beginning stages of trying to build a library. Like I really want to 
to have print books. Um, it's just be, it's just something that evoke like I can't describe it, but having a print book, it's just you engage a book differently when it's in print. Um, yeah, and I'll touch more on that later. <laughs> But last but not least, y'all, I'm only 14 chapters in. And just like I said, I'm telling you, the 49th Mystic, you'll get your entire life. Your entire life. Now, I will say, at this juncture, I'm, I'm just going to repeat myself, literally. Please read this. Please read the Circle series before you read this book. Please. If you haven't already, read the Circle series before you read this book. And I promise you, you'll be laid out. I promise you. And I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> but um, we're going to take a quick break. And then I'm going to talk to you guys a little bit about Inhale. Hey, you guys. Welcome back to While the Ink Dries. So we're going to get into Inhale. Um, so, (laughs) um, inhale, there's a lot that went into this. And I think I need to start first with my writing journey before actually getting into inhale, because talking specifically about my writing journey will make inhale make sense. Um, so, hmm, how, I don't even know where to start, like, I would say looking back on my life, um, I've always loved spelling. I loved words. Um, I loved reading. It was just something I always was gravitated, like I always gravitated towards. Um, I read a lot growing up. I enjoyed going to the library. I loved going to the bookstore, reading the latest um, Christian fiction teen girl book or whatever. I, I Like what I think gravitated like, why I gravitated towards those is because I loved being in another world. Like, I loved the world that those books created that I could, you know, essentially go into another world and kind of like an escape from my regular life. <laughs> and that practice followed me in college through writing. You know, um, I didn't get into my first choice school, so I would on certain days, just write out how I wished my day went, you know, how I wished my friends were, different things like that. Um, And there was a specific incident that happened, not incident, I took a specific class my sophomore year of college. And also, like, I never knew what I wanted to major in. Like, I went in undeclared. I didn't know what I wanted. Like, and it, like, I remember my professor, my first English class was an ancient civilization, like, literature class. And my professor was some, like, child prodigy. He was extremely brilliant. He was only 21. He read the Iliad and the Odyssey when he was, like, nine. Like, he was he was a unicorn. But um, I just remember the passion that he had when talking about those, those books. And then um, when I took my second English class, which was, which was a British literature class, the passion of the professor really lit a fire in me and really awakened like, yo, I I do like books. Like I do like reading. Um, And so once I began, once I declared my major as English and then took one of the first, my first writing classes, um, it was a creative nonfiction class. And 
we were tasked with writing about an event that happened in our life. And I was thinking, like, I'm not, like, I'm not that eventful of a person. Um, And so the only thing that I thought about at that time, because it was still fresh and new, was my parents' divorce. Um, Well, not fresh and new. I mean, it was three years, like, they were three years separated. But at that time, like, I remember watching them sign the divorce papers. Like, because they got separated in in 2005 and then officially got divorced in 2008. And I was there, like, I literally, like, watched my dad sign the divorce papers. So it was still kind of, like, yeah, it was still fresh. Because it was right before my senior year. Um, I meant my sophomore year, excuse me. And um, so writing about my parents' divorce was the first time I also emotionally dealt with the situation. Because up until that point... It was always, like, I never talked about it, never really processed it, never grieved, never emotionally released. And when I wrote out, like, what happened and I had to look, I had to face it, really, I I was shocked by how much of a release I felt through writing. And I liked the way that made me feel. And I was like... I need to do this more. I need to learn how to do this. <laughs> so from that creative nonfiction class, I took other creative writing courses such as fiction and poetry. And, um, oh my gosh, the poet, I, <laughs> I still have my poetry materials. I should say from, because I also took, I took an intro to fiction writing and then I took intro to poetry as well as advanced poetry. And I still have my advanced poetry materials. Those materials, you really see, like you you can see up and down like what I was dealing with at the time because all of my poetry was indicative of what I was going through. So like dealing with um my parents' divorce, I talk about I talked about that a lot in poetry in my poetry. Um kind of romanticizing or fantasizing about like the perfect guy, like the perfect guy that I would be with, that would be in my poetry. Um also this tension with um, me being African-American in a predominantly white environment, both in my classes, because they, I mean, black English majors are rare. Like they are few and far in between, if at all. And so being like an African-American, the sole African-American, both in my in my English classes, um, but also in my, like, in my friend group. Because of the friends that I chose, like, I wanted to hang around quality people. Um, and those quality people were majority, like, they were majority white. And so just dealing with that tension of, like, that cultural tension, I should say. And so that's expressed a lot um, in my poetry. And I was going somewhere with that, but I forgot. Okay, so with the poetry, right, bringing it back. So this year, my church went through a 21-day fast. And this is going to make sense, I promise. My church went through a 21-day fast that literally changed my life. Like, I've never, first of all, I've never done a fast that long. And I felt like I was reading. Yeah, um, so that fast was crazy. Um... I, so that, with that fast bringing me closer to Jesus, um, 
in my quiet times with him, I, I'm trying to describe it. Like, poetry was just an, a natural outpour of my expression in that moment. You know, like, I, I, I couldn't sing. I couldn't talk. Like, me writing poetry was literally, like, how I felt in that moment as I was spending time with Jesus. And that's where inhale comes in. Um, I wrote one poem, read it to someone, and they said, yo, Dara, this is really good. I was like, really? Whatever. And so I then put, I put it on this site called Medium, which is um, like a writer's site for, you know, if you want to write opinion pieces, short stories, any type of writing. So I put up Maker on there, and people were like, yo, this is like, whoa. So I was like, huh. And so I put up a couple others that, you know, just came out of my quiet time. And then I I thought, I should make this. Excuse me. I should, like, publish this. And so that's kind of where Inhale came from. And even how I thought of the name, like, I wanted the the contents of the book to really serve and I, I keep like you'll see this in all of the descriptions that I put for it because it, it's so true I really want inhale to serve as a as a like each poem and each story to serve as a little pocket of escape so that but like not just a fleshly solely escape like you're you're meditating on on God like you're thinking of creator God of God is king like it's a purposeful, intentional, meaningful escape. You know what I mean? From your everyday stresses or if it's like an incredibly anxious, worrisome, depressing, sad, angry situation. My prayer is that when you read either poem or story, that you would be recalibrated, refocused, refreshed and re-energized to really get back out there and live life um and so the, in the nutshell like in the the, the the general sense that's where inhale came from and it's 10 poems and two short stories for a total of 100 pages and it, i mean it's technically 108 but that includes like your copyright page i'm not including all that um so it's about 100 pages and it will only be available for uh in a print copy i don't want it to be digital at the moment because i really want you guys to engage with the text and um because i I feel that people engage print texts differently than they engage digital texts because i feel like digital texts are like such a quick wash over like you can forget it easily but with a print text something that you read print it out like that sticks with you longer. I noticed that for myself, when I read the Bible in print, it sticks out to me more than if I were to just read it on my phone. Um, And so I wanted that, especially because of the nature of this book, um, I I wanted that, like, I really wanted to be purposeful with that. And this book came out of nowhere because I really was working on a novel. Like I was in the middle of a novel and then this just dropped 
I think it was God. Like, this just dropped out of nowhere. And so um, the novel, I still will be working on the novel. That will that book will definitely be a digital and hard copy release. Um, but for Inhale, because of its fragile nature, like its soft nature, I, I want it to just be print. Um, and I'll be printing through or publishing through Barnes & Noble Press, which is their self-publishing platform. And I'll do a whole other episode on my experience with that and um, what that, how that worked for me in terms of quality, shipping, um, the uploading process, customer service, things like that. Um, yeah, so that's kind of the, like how we got to me writing Inhale. And as we move along before the release, um, I hope to just unpack further my writing process of the, I told to, I told you guys about the poems more so, but definitely writing the stories. I would love to just talk to you guys about my writing process with that. Those are crazy. Like both of the stories, like they have their own crazy backstory of how I even got to write those. So I'll definitely talk about that in another episode. Um, but thank you guys for joining me. I'm so excited for what's on the horizon for Avenue 89, which is the parent company of this podcast. Um, it's my print and digital media company that will be launching August 9th. I'm so excited. Um, and my passion is just to produce innovative, quality, godly content for this generation like that's pretty much what it is and i'm grateful that inhale is the one that's going to be kicking this off so look out for more updates on um yeah just the launch um the website will be www.ave89co.com and it'll launch august 9th oh and then the book will come out in july um, I haven't picked a specific date yet because I'm still in the proofing stages. Um, just making sure that it's the dimensions that I want and that, you know, the typeset is okay. So it will most likely be late July, but I'll definitely set an exact date within the next two weeks. So guys, thank you so much for joining me. I look forward to going on this writing and publishing journey with you guys. And um, if you want me to review, read and review any type of books, feel free to email me at dara at ave89co.com. So that's D-A-R-A at A-V-E, the numbers 89co.com and put in the subject line while the ink dries. And just let me know what you want me to read and review. And I'll be sure to look into it. Um, and also leave me voice messages. Let me know what you think about the podcast, how we're doing. Um, yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> I do this a lot on the Avenue 89 podcast as well. I just say thank you because I really am grateful for anyone who tunes in ear to listen to what I have to say. I really am grateful. Um, so, yes. <laughs> I will see you guys. I will talk to you guys in the next episode.